It's October. Don't you want a little blood in your comic books? Let's get into it. Another one. Another list. The hottest comics in the cosmos. Broadcasting from somewhere on Spaceship Earth with the leader of the Gempire. Gem from Gem and Collectibles. It was fun seeing you at New York, brother. New York Comic Con was insane. I had such a blast there. It felt like a whole month crammed into a weekend. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. We're here every single week for the Comic Familia. And at the list at number 10, we have Kiss, the rock band, the legends, second appearance in comic books. Marvel Comics Super Special Issue number one, debuting in September 1977. And the ink that was used to make this comic was actually mixed with blood from the members of the band. Teaming up with Stan Lee, the members of KISS flew into Buffalo, New York, where I was born, by the way, to head to the printing press to do droplets of blood to mix in with the ink to produce this comic book. And I suspect we're seeing record-breaking sales because KISS just finished their North American tour, possibly the last time they will ever perform together. They wrapped up their final tour right as New York Comic Con was wrapping up. And what's funny is that their first live performance was in Queens back in 1973 for an audience of just 10 people at a bar. An 8.0 sold back in September for 480, up 7%, now selling for 515. The 9.2 selling for 550 back in July is up 10%, now selling for 605. And then we have a CGC 9.4, which sold for $750 back in February, up 67%, now selling for $1,250. There are 43 copies graded at a 9.8, and one hasn't sold all year long. The last one that sold was back in December 2021 for 2500 We've been talking a lot about this book, which is their second appearance, but their first appearance was actually in Howard the Duck 13 in June of 1977. If you're looking for a more affordable Kiss Key comic book, take a look at the 9.8 of this issue because it's hitting $255 sales. This just demonstrates how important the blood aspect, the Stan Lee history means to collectors. Moving on to number nine on the list, we have a standalone issue that would bridge Tales of Suspense and Tales to Astonish, ending those series and moving forward with new number ones. I'm talking about Iron Man and Submariner issue one. It's tough to get first appearances of either of these Marvel legacy characters. However, this one has been grossly underrated for such a long time, and we have multiple grades of interest going up in value as we approach Black Panther 2. We have a 5.0 hitting 315, up 37% over its 12-month average. The 8.0 selling for 572, which is 4% above its average. The 8.5 is trending 1% up over its recent 12 months, selling for 625. The 9.0 selling for 896 is 3% up over its recent 12 months. There is one 9.9 that exists, and it sold for $40,000 back in 2013. Imagine if that 9.9 comes to the market now. One can only imagine. The CGC 9.8 has 12 copies on the census, and the last sale was $20,355, which was its all-time high back in September of 2021. The 9.6 has 86 copies, selling for $1,800 in August, tying its all-time second high sale ever. Which gives credence to why the 9.2 this week sold for 9% over its recent 12-month average, selling for $1,250. If you enjoy what we do, you want to support the show, but also support your comic collecting, your knowledge, you better download the best comic app in existence. Use code TOM101 on Key Collector Comics. Get access to all this valuable information we utilize every single week. Keep up with us. 
and Jam Hinn went number eight. Number eight on the list, and we're talking Spawn key issues. Now, Spawn number one had a print count over a million. It's very easy to obtain a copy, which made collectors look a little bit deeper. We're looking at a preview book here, Malibu Sun issue 13 from 1992, which has the first cover appearance and interior appearances of Spawn. We also have a back cover featuring Spawn, but we'll get to that in a second. We have a 9.0 selling for $700, 11% over its recent 12-month average, a 9.4 hitting 949 versus its recent 12-month average, which it's up 8%. And then we have the CGC 9.8. Now, there are only 55 copies of this on the census. It's sold for $4,999, which is 11% above its 12-month average. Now, you have to keep in mind, there is an error version of this book. And you'll know you have an error because the back cover that features Spawn is green. It is printed incorrectly, and it's pretty scarce. There's a total of 64 total error slabs registered on the census, one graded at 9.8, which has never been publicly sold. Well, we could try to figure out what it would sell for by looking at the 9.6, which there are two copies on the census. The last one sold for $4,000 in June of 2021. Although positive spawn news is starting to feel rather cyclical, we do have some major announcements this past week. Scott Silver, you know him as the writer of The Joker, has been tapped to write Spawn. And Malcolm Spellman, the writer-producer of Falcon and Winter Soldier, has just been attached as well. Yeah, it's hard for me to get excited about Spawn news because it's not the first time we've heard Todd say there will be a new Spawn movie, but he seems pretty excited about it. McFarlane has mentioned on multiple occasions that he was hoping to direct the movie, that he'd be part of the creative team. But after seeing the Joker film, it changed everything. It looks like Spawn is back on. Spawn's back on, and moving on to number seven, we have Detective Comics 298, the first appearance of Matt Hagen, the second Clayface. Although he's not the main villain in the up-and-coming Gotham Knights game that's slated for later this month, we do see a glimpse of him clearly causing a little bit of a buzz, but this is a tough book in any grade. We have four record-breaking sales to report on, and it's got to be trickle-down effect from that monster CGC 9.6 that sold for $30,000 back in September. We have a 3.0, which sold for $300 back in May, up now 10%, selling for $330. The 5.5, which was also reported on by Bleeding Cool, they got excited to see this book hit the auctions, sold for 465 back in 2016, up 55% this week, selling for 720 The 6.5 is up 20%, last selling for 800 in 2021, now selling for 962 The 7.0 broke record as well, selling for $1,112 back in April, up 3%, now selling for 1150 We've been covering the Hot 10 for over two years, and a trend that we have seen take place is when a new bar is set, members from the community who have copies tend to break them out and sell theirs, hoping to ride that wave. I think that's what we're seeing here. Speaking of riding waves, number six on the list, we have New Mutants 87, the first appearance of Cable. Deadpool news, spike in books. Wolverine news, spike in books. Josh Brolin nowhere to be seen not even guaranteed to be featured in Deadpool 3 but I find it hard to believe that they wouldn't bring his portrayal of Cable back to the big screen it does seem likely that Cable would return but how are we going to have Josh Brolin playing Cable and Thanos we got to see what they do a CGC 9.2 sold for $180 10% above its 12 month average along with the 9.4 which sold for $300 53% above its 12 month the 9.8 hit heights of $800 this year was creeping up towards the $1,000 marker respectively last year, but now it's selling for an increase of 12%. 
compared to its recent 12 months at 675. Now, there's a healthy amount of this book on the CGC census, 10,842 to be exact. There are three CGC 9.9s, which have only sold twice, one in 2010 and one in 2012, selling for $2,900 and $2,000 respectively. The 9.8, 2,033 copies exist. 9.6, 2,894. There is even a lonely 0.5 of this copy on the census. Moving on to number five on the list, we have Spider-Verse Spec, Edge of the Spider-Verse 2, the first appearance of Spider-Gwen. We also have a couple hours left for you to join the October mystery mail call. One per box for sending out a Something is Killing the Children 25 David Matt cover. We also have a Johnny DeJardin Stuff of Nightmares Frankenstein cover and Lady Hell Done by Ben Templesmith. We've made multiple variants of each. Guaranteed one per box going out at random. Support what we do. Give me an excuse to send you comic books, damn it. And back to Spider-Gwen. Into the Spider-Verse was critically acclaimed, and fans are eagerly awaiting the sequel. We even have a 5.0 that broke record, only by a dollar, but it sold for 275 Still counts. The 9.0 sold for 451 That's 11% over its recent 12 months. The 9.6 sold for $1,111, 45% over its recent 12-month average. And it didn't stop there. We got to talk about that Greg Land variant. A CGC 8.5 at that. It last sold for $811 back in 2018, up now 134%, selling for 1900 this may be one of the best times to invest, put money down on Spider-Gwen. 9.8s make up 3,117 copies registered on the census. And 9.8s at the start of the year were nearing towards that $2,000 marker and currently are selling for near half of that in the $1,100, $1,200 range. Being that Haley Steinfeld is already in the MCU as Kate Bishop, it's unlikely to see her play Spider-Gwen in live action, leaving fans wondering who could that actress be? Rhaenyra from House of the Dragon, portrayed by Millie Alcock, would be perfect for this role. She looks so much like Spider-Gwen, and a lot of people have been suggesting this fan casting. However, the king of fan casting did this rendition. Shout out, Boss Logic. I think that this is perfect. What do you think in the comment section below? Not only is it a perfect fan casting, but Disney loves plucking characters from Game of Thrones and throwing them into their movies. Pedro Pascal, who got his eyes just smashed in in Game of Thrones, is now the Mandalorian. Amelia Clark, who played Daenerys in Game of Thrones, is playing an unknown character in Marvel's Secret Invasion. Gwendolyn Christie, who portrayed Lady Brienne in Game of Thrones, would go on to do multiple sequels as Captain Phasma and is also portraying Lucifer in the Netflix Sandman series. But that's for a DC conversation. Peter Dinklage, Tyrion Lannister, went on to play Eitri the Dwarf in Avengers Infinity War. Kit Harrington, Jon Snow is the Black Knight. We also have Richard Madden, who portrayed Rob Stark in Game of Thrones. He was Icarus in The Eternals. Finn Jones played Sir Loras Tyrell and actually quit in order to become Iron Fist, which actually didn't really work out at the end. <laughs> the list at number four, New Mutants 98, Deadpool's first appearance. Still causing a ruckus. People are so hyped about Wolverine making Deadpool spec Extra caliente. We all know why this book is on the list. Let's get right into the numbers and start with the newsstands. A 7.5 sold for 350, 6% above its 12-month average. A 9.0 sold for 539, 17% above. A 9.2 sold for 546, which is 5% above its average. And the 9.6 sold for 1050, 21% above its $865 12-month average. 
This is the third consecutive week that this book has landed on the hot 10. Seeing cable on here makes me feel like we are in wizard times. I digress. Let's talk about the direct market copies. The 8.5 hitting 355 this week is up 2% over its recent 12 months. The 9.2 hitting 476 is 6% above. And then the 9.6 hitting 725 is averaging 12% over its recent 12-month average. Moving on to number three, you guys knew it was coming. We have Werewolf by Night, issue one, continuing the story from Marvel Spotlight 4. Seeing the first solo title, Werewolf by Night, hit the list is no surprise after the critically acclaimed special landed on Disney Plus this past weekend. A 5.0 broke records, last selling in September for 282, up 9%, now selling for 306. And besides breaking record, we have three strong performers. We have a 4.5 that sold for $199, 14% above its 12-month average, just like the 7.0, selling for $420, also 14% above. Then we have an 8.0, which sold for $450, pushing it 4% above its 12-month average. There are three copies graded at a 9.8. The last one sold in June of this year for a whopping $28,800 hot damn. But also, the 9.6 has a lonely 32 copies on the census. One sale took place this year in March, selling for $3,250. Next at the list, at number two, Keanu Reeves keeps pushing this book up. We have Saga of the Swamp Thing, issue number 37, the first appearance of the Hellblazer, John Constantine. Keanu Reeves willing this into existence. He mentioned in an interview recently that he would love to reprise his role as John Constantine. And here we go. In September of this year, getting that announcement. Can't wait to see what they do with the sequel. A CGC 9.2 sold for $450, 11% above its 12-month average. The 9.4 hit 500. That's 5% over its recent 12 months. And the 9.6 hit 700, which is 6% over its recent 12-month average. But the 8.5 broke record. Last selling for $375 in 2021, up 2%, selling for 383 Hit the like, slap the subscribe button. We knew that World by Night would be spiking books if it was a great special, and it was. But I don't think anyone expected to see how lovable Man-Thing would be at the list at number one, Man-Thing number one, debuting in 1974. With Man-Thing stealing the show, it's no surprise to see his key issues show up on the list. We have a CGC 7.0 that sold for $239, 64% above its 12-month average. The first Man Thing solo title in 8.0 sold for 225. That's trending 15% over its recent 12 months. An 8.5 sold for $300, 46% above its $205 12 month average. The 9.0 hit 399, which is trending 19% over its recent 12 month average. Man Thing is essentially the Chewy of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. The next group, possibly the relationship between him and Werewolf by Night, reminded me of Han Solo and Chewbacca. I'm loving where they're taking us. Showing up on the list for the fourth consecutive week, and I don't think it's the last that we've seen of Man Thing. Hit the like, slap the subscribe button, and as always, geek responsibly and stay minty fresh. Nuff. Said, join myself, Jem Mint, and all my homies in the best new place to buy and sell collectibles. It's called What Not. We do dollar start auctions that last as little as 15 seconds long. We do giveaways. In fact, I did over $3,000 in comic giveaways over the course of New York City Comic Con this past weekend. Come join the fun and take a look at these two other videos. We made them for you, the comic fan. Enjoy them. I demand it. Have a great week.